In this day and age, everybody and everything is woke, woke, woke. Even sports talk. And that's why we call bullshit. Welcome to Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. A sports podcast by regular dudes for regular dudes. We'll give you a break from all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. From high school to the pros, we're talking about it. Red-blooded American. Loud, loud, real, and raw. Patriot Sports Radio with your hosts, Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in. It's Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I am your host. Hey, hey. We have the Rocky Mountain Dreamboat, John Shirley on board, Coach C2, and Producer Chris. Acknowledge the fact that there is a war going on. You can't talk about sports without first expressing sympathy for those under attack. There's college basketball today, though. So, so get your bets in. Not technically. Not technically yet. Also, I did see lines on hockey. As long as there's sports, we're okay. Sports just got me through a pandemic. Yeah. So I trust sports to get me through this as well. Well, it's been a deep freeze Four all week. things but in the so Rocky I've been able Mountains to play there, tennis. I've, got, I've adopted the uh, Rocky Mountain sports, pickleball, tennis, skiing. So uh, it's been good this week for skiing, but not so much for all the other things that get your blood pumping. Pickleball. I hear a lot of... Uh... Uh, it's sort of an old man's tennis. People talking about explain the best way I know how to put it. Apparently, it's popular. So I've uh, you got paddles. You've got a lower net. Uh, you got a lot of hip movement without a lot of steps. Uh, so it's a lot of. Like, I played one time, and I think uh, I used muscles I hadn't used before. A lot of glutes, a lot of lunging. It's it's a weird sport to to play. Uh, I'm used to running around and catching and jumping and throwing, and then you get pickleball in and you're just moving weird muscles and that's it i experienced something like that when we had a birthday <laughs> party for my daughter a couple of years ago we did laser tag there was a lot of crouching yeah. and running and i couldn't walk for about four days after that yeah there are yeah. muscles in my life so uh yeah pickleball has been off the table this week uh actually um i've been playing with a friend who's pretty good but i can still beat him Nice to get the competitive juices flowing um, in a seemingly uh, physical education sport. There's nothing worse than, or nothing funnier rather, than seeing a complete meltdown uh, on a tiny little pickleball court. You crossed the line. You were in the kitchen. Because there's this area in pickleball called the kitchen. You can't go in the kitchen and hit it. So you see a lot of old men throwing their weight around saying, get out of the kitchen. These old men can't take the heat. I yeah. I would not want to meet up with uh, one Juwan Howard in the kitchen. He's he's the kind of guy that might throw a punch. What do you think about that? Well, the, uh, I, here's my take on it: is that around the world in today's society, we don't let guys fight anymore, and so what you get is just like a slap fight, and it's kind of an insult. So, um, you know, I saw it. It wasn't even a punch. I mean, it was kind of like a a half-assed slap like he couldn't decide whether he's gonna close his fist or not and so you just get kind of this little slap fight and you know especially when it comes to coaches and 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 players i think as a society we need to say no i want to see who wins this fight 
and see what Jawan Howard can do because I don't think these big guys are any good at fighting. Uh, Charles Barkley said it really well a couple years ago. These guys have been the biggest person in every room their whole <laughs> lives, so they've never fought. Nobody wants to fight Jawan Howard, so he's probably not good. So I want to see an old clunky man try to land a couple haymakers. But, you know, we've got players and coaches pulling them apart, and so we'll never know. We'll never know if Jawan Howard can fight. He looks like an ankle biter. I, I think Greg Gard might have been able to go a couple rounds. With. Yeah, sort of one of those all bark, no bite type guys. And this isn't his first little scuffle. I don't really understand what his issue was with it. I think mm-hmm. he was mad he didn't just get to blow by Greg Gard and say, I'll remember that shit and then move on and then say some tough guy stuff after the fact. Greg Gard wanted to discuss it with him and explain why he called the timeout. I don't know. That game was out of hand. I turned it on shortly after halftime, and it was a good game. It was 31-31 at half, and then Wisconsin pulled away. They were up almost 20, and they put the scrubs and the walk-ons in. What, 48 seconds left. Wisconsin hits a three to go up 76-57. The game is over at this point. And then with 22 seconds left, they inbound. Michigan scores two, making it 76-61. And... (laughs) There's like 20 seconds left. They run a full court press on these walk-ons and scrubs, and they have four seconds to get it across half court. So guard called the time. Which is what a good coach would do in that situation, right? Legal. Like, oh, oh, so we're, we're actually and still playing. Okay, well what. then I'm actually still going to coach. I'm going to call yeah. timeout, move the ball for the inbounds to make it easier. Yeah, I mean, and he told these kids, we're not, gonna, we're not even going to shoot. We're just going to get, get it across half court and run the clock out. You know, he's all over these guys. The kid's mm-hmm. trapped, so he calls timeout, and Juwan Howard loses his mind. I think this is overall good for the sport. I love right. rivalry. Rivalry. Like, what are college sports if not rivalries? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I don't know what they're calling it now, the Red River Warm Embrace <laughs> or whatever they call the Red River Shootout now. But these are the things that, get, yes. like, I want to see Wisconsin and Michigan play in the Big Ten tournament now because I want to see – how chippy that game is, the ratings are, are going to be much higher. So I think it's positive for the sports to spend them a, a few games. Sure. But people call him for his job. It's like, that's, that's another thing I'm over is these people and their overreactions just because you're alive for it. Doesn't mean it's the best mm-hmm. or the worst or the most egregious thing that's ever happened. Like, you know, no, he's a hothead. Grab people by the throat, and I love it. Throwing chairs yeah, this, this wasn't the first incident with him. Though. No. Yeah, he's. I mean, this, this has happened. This has happened before. Yeah. He's not. He's no stranger to altercations after the game. So I think you uh, you suspend him a few games. What do you get? Five games. I mean, it's the same with Bobby Knight. And whether they want to yeah. admit it or not, they love the fact yeah, that we're talking. Right. Who same. talks about Wisconsin and Michigan in February? Yeah. They want that going on. No, it's definitely good. Yeah. I mean, same same way with the whole, you know, yeah. it's Bobby Knight throwing the yeah, chair. Yeah, I, I it's think good it's for the game. Exactly. I think it makes the Big Ten more interesting because the Big Ten is actually really awesome this year. And then you throw in, uh, you know, slap fight and heated rivalry come out of nowhere that didn't need to exist, but somehow it does because Juwan Howard has uh, n- no concept of what was going on, so he's being a little bit of an idiot and then also a hothead, and those are always fun to watch. And his immediate reaction wasn't that of a man who understands he overreacted. He said something like he was defending himself. You know, you don't, you don't put your hands on me. It's like, 
Greg Gard grabbed him by the elbow, something that you do when you greet someone sometimes if you're looking to have a short conversation with them. Oh, I don't gosh. know. I didn't see it as, as Adam Schefter would put it. Yeah. Assault. Yeah. I, but I've been watching a lot more college basketball this year. I'm getting into it. Well, it's the right time of year to get into it. Yeah. Tournament's coming up. I got mo- I got money on the Okie State Cowboys today, even at Oklahoma, the the Red River Hug or the yeah the Red River Courtship or whatever they call it now. Yeah, that that that's probably a mm-hmm. probably a pretty good bet. Probably a pretty good bet today. The Big Twelve is good. Yeah, it, bottom, it's been interesting they, to see. Really, the comp- the league as a whole is amazing. So Okie State is playing at Oklahoma today. They're getting three and a half. I'm on that. I'm on a lot of road dogs today. Oklahoma State. Michigan State, Cleveland State, Seton Hall, but Oklahoma's three and twelve. Their last fifteen straight up, they've lost four straight. They're four eleven in the Big Twelve, and they're leaving the Big Twelve. So I feel like this is one of the Cowboys' last chances to kick them in the ass on the way out the door. I think the whole conference is pissed off about that. Are they not, Coach? Yeah, they're they're definitely down here. That's that's a big deal. The Sooners are kind of reeling right now. They they're having a hard time, but. The terrible thing is that Oklahoma State can't make the tournament this year. They're on a ban. Uh, NCAA got them, so it would be awesome if they could get in, but they can't. So they're they're really, you know, playing on borrowed money, just uh, just just kicking people in the giblets for no reason whatsoever, which is kind of exciting. Um, Bedlam's always a big game, so they'll definitely be up for that. They're I think they're the better of the two team if they can score early, but. Uh, is the game in Norman it's or is in, it in? It's in. It's at Stillwater, isn't it? It's uh, at Oklahoma. It's twelve twelve right now. It's in Norman. I don't know how it's big of Norman. a. Well, that that doesn't doesn't help, but yeah, I don't know how big of a home field advantage they have. Should should be a good one, but that's another thing I got to get. Yeah, the, the Sooners are definitely reeling, so I think uh, I think you're on the right side of that. The Michigan State at Purdue. I think I don't know. I was on <laughs> I was on Michigan State when they went to Iowa and got their ass beat by twenty plus. So, and I'm I have the same the same theory this morning. Izzo is going to get the get his shit together. He's going to get the boys up for an important game on his way into March. Yeah, and they lost what eighty six to sixty on Tuesday. It's about the time of year he comes alive, isn't it? Yeah, January, February, Izzo. Right, that's what I was told, but we'll see. He hasn't been the same lately. And then Jacksonville Dolphins, they got plus three. They're eight and two against the spread this their last ten. I've been winning money on these guys all year. I'm into these small schools: Richmond, Jacksonville, Chattanooga Mocks. But they're playing Florida Gulf Coast, and they're only eight, ten, and one against the spread at home. So I think the Jacksonville Dolphins. Have you ever watched either one of those teams? Oh, yeah. I watched have Jacksonville. You, have you watched either one of those teams? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the YouTube TV package that gives you all those Big Mox games. fan in the middle of the night? <laughs> yep. I'll watch I'll watch the Chattanooga Mox and the Richmond Spiders. See, I see Eric at 8 o'clock at night tuning into the Mox remotes, trying to check out if he covered the spread. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like <laughs> yeah. It. They're fun. It's like the smaller the school, the more they care. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's why I don't care about NBA basketball. The only guy that bet the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when I make a bet, sixty percent of the money changes to eight. You got to imagine for some of those smaller schools, there's definitely some the slimy guy <laughs> who like just goes up to some no-name player at Chattanooga and is just like, "I need you to throw this game," and then 
throws 50 grand on it. No doubt. It has to be. No has doubt. To be. No <laughs> doubt. That, that was always the discussion. There's when no the, way when that's no, we were talking no doubt in my as mind a, that happens America daily. About, uh, legalizing gambling, and especially in college sports, it's like this is going to be the most vulnerable group that's going to get corrupted really quick because it's already a pretty corrupt sport. And then you throw money on top of it and a bunch of no-name players. I mean, it's going to happen. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. If you start seeing large swings, <laughs> you might need to get out. <laughs> exactly. Well, you take an 18-year-old 18 18 year kid and you hand him, you hand him a lot of cash. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can miss a couple free throws for that. <laughs> I think after sports gambling got legalized, at least more widespread, the NIL, the NIL thing had to follow because you can't have these kids – able to accept nothing and then have everybody else able to make money on what they do on the court or the field that would make them even more susceptible to stuff like yeah, this definitely. but like you say it's happening for, for every one they catch there's yeah. 10 15 20 of them that are mcdonald's bags nobody heard about and and honestly who cares if the richmond yeah. spiders win by four on a tuesday night or seven nobody cares Except the one guy who had, you know, 5K on three and a half. Well, there's a guy that cares. Yeah. There's one guy that cares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the guy watching the Spiders and Mox games cares. <laughs> and some of these games you see, it's like 12% of the bets, 78% of the money. Some real moving What's and shaking. What's going on there? Who knows what? Yeah, like Colorado's at Arizona. Hmm. 94% of the money on Colorado. That makes me want to bet Arizona because... Yeah. Anybody the books need to win, that's who I want to be on, essentially, it seems like. You know, when I first got into it, I was betting a lot of overs and favorites, and that stuff doesn't come home very often, because that's what everybody thinks. You have to, you know, if I'm, if I'm losing bad, yeah. I'll make my picks, I'll flip a coin to decide if I'm betting the other side or not. It's so close sometimes. These books have it down to, you know, you're within a point and a half of the total. It's like, how do you know that? Algorithms. It can't all be guys handing over McDonald's bags. Well, basketball is so temperamental anyways. I mean, it changes by the second. It's wild. You see uh, 12, you 15 know, points. Uh, basketball is, is, a, is a dangerous slope of evil. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to rig basketball because one, you only one need one player to really break impact you. the game, right? Yeah. But with football, it's... I guess you could you could pay off the quarterback or the kicker or something like that, but yeah, it's there's I'm sure there's a lot happening behind the scenes. I get a kick out of these NFL rigged people. It's like, mm. how could you possibly do that? It's an oddly shaped ball that bounces oddly ways. But after this season, it's like it really played out like a movie. I fully expected that Super Bowl to go to overtime, like when it. When it was a three-point game with a couple minutes left, I'm like, well, obviously McPherson's going to hit a 50-plus yarder, and we're going to go to double overtime in the Super Bowl. It's going right. to be incredible. I was surprised when that didn't happen, honestly. I, I thought that was headed that way, too. John might have crossed the Delaware. He took a break. He, put his, he might have put his uh, George Washington wig on across <laughs> the Delaware. That's the Potomac. The Potomac? Why am I saying, why is Delaware in my head? Is that some sort of Mandela effect That's thing? Right. It's always been the Delaware in my brain. No. <laughs> the painting. Washington cross. You know how many times I've said Washington crossing the Delaware in my life? Yeah. No less than a hundred. 
This is terrible. I this already mm-hmm. happy to have a history teacher on board. We're gonna have some good. We're gonna have some good history conversations. We're seeing a big, uh, a big those who ignore history are doomed to repeat yeah, it situation man. going on right now. It's a bad deal. Yeah, it's a bad deal. Yeah. I'm often not concerned. The Delaware. I am Delaware's concerned. I'll, I'll ask I mean, Chris. I'll say, "Hey, this is going on," and he'll say, "Ah, that's all posturing." But now Chris is like, "Hey, dude. Yeah, this might be some shit." So I'm, a little, I'm a little concerned. You can't let an imperialistic yeah, it's, it's a deal. run around. No. no. I saw them driving ICBMs <laughs> around today. They say it's for yeah, a parade. That's a, that's a deal. Go fire up the old Sony PlayStation 2 and run that through the old simulation. It doesn't turn out well. There's some booms and some bangs. Yeah. Crack a history book yeah. and you'll see yeah. what, what Russia does when they move on countries. Well, we've erased history, so we're yeah. done with it that. It doesn't now. stop a one. No. God bless. <laughs> I think a lot of people think one just is like that first hit of crack, bro. But we're going all night. That deal, we're just gonna keep going back to the dealer. Yeah. <laughs> hundred. If I just get hundred more bucks, rolling. I'll be good. Yep. Just one more. Hundred more dollars a rock. Just I'll Belarus. Be <laughs> then you, then you end up at three o'clock in the morning betting yeah, the lines. Next thing, waiting for Russia to open up the lines on their fucking land. I've been there. Next thing you know, you haven't slept in four days and you're invading <laughs> Sweden and you don't even know what time it is. You know, <laughs> right? He's going to lose control. Exactly. exactly. He's going to lose control. He's going to get to the ocean and be yeah. like, what do you mean there's no more? I don't like it. Yeah. Guy, this guy's nuts. Oh, man. Is he a little man syndrome guy? How tall is wow. five foot six? No wonder. He's got Are little you man syndrome. Me? I got Phil Mickelson. You guys want to talk? Yeah, about I want to hear this story. I don't even I know the story. Heard. All right, I'm, I was interested in listening. Back in January 2020, they start talking about this Premier Golf League. Phil Mickelson and uh, and a bunch of other players were on board. It's going to be the F1 of golf, the best playing the best. And they partnered with somebody called the Rain Group. They planned on pay, playing 18 events, 10 of them in the U.S. from January through August. Sort of like a parallel rival league to the PGA. Greg Norman tried this back in the 90s, and it didn't really work out. Arnold Palmer, I think, walked out of one of the players' meetings and, you know, basically pulled his support, and after that it sort of died off. So they come up with this idea again, and it comes out that Mickelson has been working with this rain group. He's trying to use it to leverage the PGA, essentially, to get more money. They take it to the Saudis and they say, hey, we want to have this Super League, essentially. Will you back it with some of your money? Because we want to give these exorbitant prize pools. And the Saudis are like, that's a great idea. We're going to just take that idea and we're going to create our own Super League and you guys can fuck off. Phil partners with these people and does an interview in November with the shipnut guy and he talks about how you know the saudis are quote scary motherfuckers they kill you for being gay over there and you know why would i why would i do this why would i work with these people you might ask and it's for leverage he just comes out and says it's for leverage against the pga to try and get more money like the saudis are talking about hundred million dollar contracts for these guys all kinds of guaranteed money a way better deal roy McElroy, some of these other golfers come out and speak out against it 
And now after he said that and this article came out, it's essentially dead after he explained the Saudis are scary motherfuckers who kill you for being gay. <coughs> Flew the planes. <coughs> so there he is. Hey, hey. Yeah. So did anything Phil say uh, not add up? Did he lie about anything? No, he made the mistake of being a little bit too truthful, I think, and yeah. saying that, you know, the reason he's in bed with these, quote, scary motherfuckers is because it's too good of an opportunity to leverage the PGA for, for more money. And this is a guy who's, I mean, I don't know. I don't follow He would know. Golf. I don't know how the last time he won a fucking tournament. I don't think he's last year. Very relevant. Is he, is he still? So no, he's, he, so I think he won the U S open last year and Mm. uh, it was one of the, one of the majors and it was a huge deal. So he got, um, uh, like another kind of round of following basically. And he's always been a legend in golf. People love him. He's got kind of this dry personality. He, He's like a lot of the guys that that golf. He's kind of. I was of always a fan because he's man. a degenerate gambler. Yes, yeah. So I I love that he said this because one he knows he knows the PGA Tour inside and out. So for him to come out and say this is a big deal, and he knows what he's talking about. And when he says something, he's very calculated. He knows what he's doing. For for him to get kind of the slap on the wrist is kind of funny. Maybe we should be listening to this guy instead of punishing him. Yeah, he didn't say anything untrue. You know, now he lost KPMG, his sponsor. They've been with him since 2008. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, man, you got to lose. He lost a big four accounting firm sponsor. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that'll do it. That'll do it. Where is he going to get his insider trading tips now if KPMG (laughs) has cut him off? (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I love that he said it. People need to be saying it more. Um and I think the more, you know what, go ahead and punish him because it keeps bringing the conversation to light is, well, what, what is he actually talking about? You know, instead of silencing him and saying, well, it's bad for the brand. Well, well, why don't we listen to what he says and, and take that into consideration? Well, it's kind of like anything else. They, whenever, whenever somebody has a competitor, when they have a monopoly on the market and a competitor comes up, they want to get rid of it because obviously the monopoly is and, and the PGA has has had a monopoly forever, you know, just like any major league sports entity. But um, I don't, I can't fault somebody in this country for trying to bring a competitor and a competitive market. You know, I mean, if if that's what he was champion, how how is that wrong? Yeah, because we don't we don't like the people who are involved with it. Is that why it was wrong? I mean, I guess I don't understand. Yeah, I think I it was the Saudi it. money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was is more is there money, money the different PGA colors than pay. anybody else's? Nope. Well, I mean, and that's what I'm saying is, so the PGA didn't like it because they brought a competitor. Right. That's what it is. Could have been anybody. No, that's bunk. I mean, so they try to, they try to squash this dude because he brought a competitor. What's more American than taking Saudi money? I don't know. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. Well, exactly. Or, or, or even coming up with a competition. I watched 19 of them fly the planes (laughs) and then I turned on the TV and they told me these people are my friends. I mean, what's more American than taking Saudi money? Exactly. I've never understood that. Exactly. Why they're supposed to be? You fly the plane. I think we're gonna get cool we're gonna world. get Chris worked up here. I can <laughs> I can right. I can see the the wheels turning. Yeah. He's gonna get worked up into a political rant here. Oh, yeah, I, I 
I just saw the the cage started yep. rattling. <laughs> How are the Cowboys doing? Oh my God! Oklahoma's up eleven points. This is getting ugly, boys. The Spooners can they not even it's early. beat the Sooners? It's early. I don't know. Do they, they're they're struggling for something matchup. to play for, but it's early. Are you talking about Bedlam? I mean, they're banned. You can go right? either way. Yeah, every banned. time. What, what, Usually, whoever's the home team wins. You're playing with house money, so they should be. You know, they're not they're getting in, Lloyd, in anyway. Might as well go for it. Yes. Oh, well, then the yeah, it's in Norman. The Oklahoma guys but, first. But don't, that, that man, don't. Actually, it's eleven early. points in that game means nothing. Yeah. yeah, I just took the one with. The, it's I early. Just took the points. That game. That game will come down to the wire. How, how many do you got? So I feel good about that. If it's going to yeah, come down absolutely. to the wire. You got Oklahoma State getting three yeah. and a half. Oklahoma State and three and a half points. You have Oklahoma State getting yeah. three and a half. So we're fine, dude. I I think you're golden that's, on that. Eleven that's means a great nothing. Bet. I took a bunch of still the first half. I took a bunch of road dogs today. Okie State, Michigan State, Cleveland State, Seton Hall. Mm. Seton Hall's playing Xavier. Xavier just played a three overtime game against Providence a couple nights ago. Just on principle, I have to bet against the team that just played three overtimes. Yeah. Seems logical. You know, Cleveland State is playing. I don't know a lot about Cleveland State and Oakland. I just looked at the numbers. This this Action Network app is nice. It shows me, like, all the last five head-to-heads, how they're doing, you know, against the spread and so forth. A lot of red on both of these teams. Not not the best offense or defense. Oakland any, is terrible. Any Ivy League you're following this week? Oh, he's got some Ivy Leagues. <laughs> Oakland is the worst. Oakland is the worst of the Did two he, shitty teams. And I looked at Cleveland's record. When they play a bad team, they beat the shit out of them. So. I got Cornell and Brown pulled up. Hang on. There's a lot of a lot of wrong teams favored today. I think Seton Hall, Cleveland maybe? State both went out right. The Pirates. I'm looking. Are you checking to see if the Cleveland State Vikings are real? Because I assure you they are. <laughs> no, I, I know they're real. If you bet on I'm sure they're real. I'm checking the Dartmouth score. For the coach, because he's interested. <laughs> They're 19 and stuff. 8. Wrong time of year for me, guys. I did not expect to get this into college basketball. I started really, really watching it last year. I won a bunch of bets on Syracuse and first half unders. And then I noticed after the Super Bowl this year, I wasn't as depressed as usual. And I think it's because there was basketball. I just went right to that. Dealing with football being college over basketball whole, is good depression in and of itself this time of year yeah it's still cold like it's still winter for the 17th month in a row and now football is gone february is tough february is tough <laughs> yeah Boy, just... central connecticut is getting no love today st mary is 97 percent of the money central see that's a, somebody knows central some, connecticut one of those nuns is paying somebody off yeah. Like yeah. you shouldn't be able to you won't be you, if you go there you can't be out in the sun for more than 4 minutes. You have to be no. a pharmaceutical rep if you go to Central Connecticut. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of women wearing pearls in the stands at a Central Connecticut yeah. game. Yeah. Sitting quietly. You got Eastern Kentucky today? No, but I should. I like Eastern Kentucky. How about Furman versus Citadel? I mean, this this is exciting shit yeah. right here, coach. What's the line on that game? Citadel's been playing pretty well. Furman minus eight it's, and a half. It's something. Ooh, Citadel's getting eight and a half points. 95% of the money sitting right that. now. The Furman University Christian Knights. I you guys didn't want to talk about the... Uh, Furman has his own college? 
Did you guys, a little tidbit about Furman. You'd think they would have torn that. Yeah, give us a tidbit about Furman, John. So uh, I used to travel down to South Carolina. I used to travel down to South Carolina quite a bit. That's where Furman's at. And so uh, it's a Christian school. So they they decided that they wanted to be Furman University Christian Knights. And then they realized that's spelled out fuck. (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, the sweatshirts alone would sell That's themselves. Right. They would pay for the, the merchandising. Yeah. Oh, the NIL? That is awesome. Oh, gosh. If you could get the license and down one of on fuck, if you could trademark fuck, I mean, yes. everybody gets it. Oh. Everybody's tuition's paid at that point. Exactly. Elon versus Northeastern. Yeah. Is that Elon Musk like college? <laughs> you know, I spent a little time in the Northeast. And I can only assume those are $60,000 a year schools in the Northeast uh, 100%. That, that have some weird alumni that's somehow bankrolling it. That's all I know. 100%. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Keeps it afloat. The, I'll do that. I'll do, I'll do uh, random alumni superlatives when we get into to basketball <laughs> tournament season. It's like Elon. Who went to Elon? Well, it was Renee Zellweger. And then here's her superlative. I'm going to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I love it. That'll be great nice. during the tournament. Nice. Hey, the best thing that about the tournament is the mascots. It's got to be the mascots. Like the, the, the what is it, the owl, the mm-hmm. temple owl that always has to flap his wings during the deal he can't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, the, the, That's the, hazing. The best tournament ever was the one. That's yeah, a hungover freshman. The one where, the one where yeah. uh, he, oh, Absolutely, and he can't can't stop the whole game. The one where him and the tree got in a fight in the stands. You guys remember that? Right. The, yes. the Stanford tree. Stanford tree. Absolutely. Well, that was the that was the greatest. And he wouldn't. He would punch the guy, and he would still keep clapping. <laughs> we got to find that clip. That's good stuff. We did, if we're gonna we want to talk about cover. obscure sports, can we not talk about the guy that the curler? You guys no. seen that guy? No. Who is it? Sorry, it shifted gears on you. The curler? The, the curling guy with the mullet? <laughs> you guys not oh, seen him? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yes. The Billy Ray Star, the whole He's new. as American as it gets. Yes. yes. That's all Absolutely. I know about that, man. I assume he comes from parts unknown, like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> Nobody knows who his real parents are. It's rumored that he yeah. was born of a volcano. Mr. X, the, the mysterious Mr. X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's from there Wisconsin, he is, right? right there. He's from That's Wisconsin. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's from. No way. Wow. You guys are lying. Come on. No. Matt Hamilton. The guy's from Wisconsin. Yep. He eats granite and cheese curds for breakfast, and he ships excellence <laughs> and gold medals. Sure, he does. Because look at, look at, look, look look at, at him flip his hair. Locks. I mean, that that's luxurious sexy hair. Shit. That is luxurious yeah. hair. Hey, I'm telling you, that guy. He is. The uncle at every barbecue. That man will never buy another beer as long as he lives up here. <laughs> no, not not in Hartford, Wisconsin. Well, I can tell you he that. shouldn't. No, and he shouldn't. What else we got? I don't know. Are the Olympics over? What else, what else you guys got? <laughs> I, thank God. <laughs> oh yeah, the Olympics. Every time I turned on my TV, I saw it, and I was like, "That was nice of him, at least, to wait for the Olympics and COVID both. They ended at the same day." Yeah. They, they have a closing that. ceremony for COVID, too. Say what you will about Putin as a dictator, but the man did take COVID down in one day. One day. One day. Done. <laughs> I, I'm really excited to see what the USFL 
is going to amount to. So I'm going to start looking into that. When does that I'm start? really going to dive into it. I, Eric's ahead of the game on April, right? Of us here. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I was more interested in what John has to do today. What I have to do? <laughs> what, what What's on the agenda for yeah. John today? A guy like John, yeah, I, assume, I can tell you what I think his I agenda assume is. multiple schemes. That's got to be more better. That's that's way better than a USFL. Well, what I'm, <laughs> exactly. what I'm doing is, so I got a buddy I mean, in town. I, I mean, some... Noon scotch. Could <laughs> take his buddy, um, hop in the S series, go up to Vail, good. pick up a couple young ladies. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I actually just started dating uh, a new lady in the last couple of weeks. So, so um, I'm a I'm a one woman man. Nice. But yeah, I got hey, a buddy gonna in town. To make that's gonna thing. fucking kill ratings, man. You need yeah, to cut that out. Gonna... That, that that's a deal. That was kind of a yeah. We that out. You're single and hot. Edit that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should see my girlfriend. You shit kidding. yourself. We're just gonna I cut that right out. I, yeah. Oh gosh. I have no. no so. <laughs> so today on tap. So we, uh, me and a buddy, went out last night. Uh, had a real good time. He brought in some whiskey. Uh, he got up in Winter Park, Colorado. It's made. It was really good. So we'll probably drink some whiskey. Um, I think we're going to play some pickleball, to be honest, and then see where the night leads. So where I live, there's a, there's a hot tub. So we'll probably mosey on down to the hot tub and see what's going on. Uh, yeah, but let's. Hey, they don't wear clothes in Colorado, right? That's not a thing anymore. Kind of X that out. Our chicks just don't, go around with nipples. The women don't wear bras. How how did I not know that every <laughs> every day in John's life somehow involves whiskey, hot tub, and women with no yeah. bras? That's yeah. every day. Yeah, in some form yeah. or another. That's what Colorado <laughs> is. It's on their license plate. It's exactly it's exactly what I thought his day yep. was going to be. Yeah, that's what I thought his day was going to be. Yep. 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 Let's circle back to let's circle back to there's a thousand people living Pretty in the building. Pretty what much every situation? day. So I've got uh, it's a new development. It's kind of like a horseshoe shaped building, and there's eight floors. I mean, a thousand. It might be a lot, but there's a couple hundred people for sure. Um, and yeah, I picked out this really great place to live because it's right next to all kinds of like shops and restaurants, and then uh, it's got a really nice gym, like an insanely nice gym, uh, swimming pool, and a hot tub. So the hot tub was out of commission for like a month straight. Then I did a good amount of bitching, and now it's back up and running again. So, nice. yeah. Yeah, just mosey on down to the hot tub. and I'm not paying my rent to the hot tub. Yeah, good. you're not getting any of my money. Oh, wow. So I'm not a big complainer, uh, but Chris, fuck with the never. hot tub. I I'm not paying another dime. Yeah. Chris, Chris installed a hot tub. At his, Chris got a personal hot tub at his house with a TV above it, flat screen. Wow. I did. Dude, they're, they're a lifesaver for sure. I did. We'll go remote out there uh, sometime in the near future, so you guys can check it out. I'll be uh, I'll be down there next but, week, and I'm um, gonna check it out. Check it out, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, have to man, get a hot tub. That's exactly what I thought your day was gonna involve. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there you go. If your neighbor gets one, it's just as good as having one. A hundred percent. Just With like a no, that's way better than the With USFL, no by the way. That's. Oh god. Hey, I am. Are you gonna try to get no, into this USFL, Chris? I don't know. I, you know, I've been, my, my son's into it. He's been telling me about the draft a little bit. He's been talking about it. We've been talking about it a little. I saw the, 
what's the guy from uh, Old Miss went number yep. one, the quarterback from Old Miss. Does Cole have a fantasy I, league? I haven't followed the Does Cole have a fantasy um, league set up for that yet? Not n- not yet, but if they have one, he will. Um, Speaking of rigged but, games, you know the, they they have a <laughs> you got you yeah, got a bunch yeah, of exactly uh, you got it, a it, bunch of guys who need money badly playing a sport that isn't really getting a lot right. of oversight. Right. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and the question that I Bradshaw had about that ball. was the 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 USFL. Like the XFL was trying to be the Petri dish for the NFL, and I thought that that was going to be a go. And then I see this USFL, which one, you know, which is which? I don't Well, you know, first, they, before the XFL. I don't know what they're – are they just trying to be an off-season football? Yeah. 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 A G League? I don't know. And now what, the XFL announced they're going to yeah. merge or partner with the NFL? Yes, they're partnering. Yeah, they're going to all be underneath the shield. Which they should. Yeah, that's they the should. only way you can make it. The NFL you're going to have to get on your knees in front of Goodell and ask him if you can make it. That's how you're going to have to do that. The only They should bring back the nicknames in that league. Remember when, when Vince McMahon had it and they gave people nicknames? Yeah. That's what that league's missing. The he oh, hate me. He hate me. <laughs> I'll never forget that guy. Love that guy. No he one hate me. He hate me. He it's hate the only me. thing anybody knows about the XFL. Oh, that, oh, that, was, that, was, that, was, a, yeah. that was like WWE. Yeah. yeah. That was too much. They adopt, you know, the NFL kept some stuff, the, the camera that goes across it. That was all from the XFL that they adopted. Yeah. 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 Vince McMahon. I, Vince McMahon. I hope that the, I hope the USFL, I hope it makes it. I, I really do. It, there's a space for it. And I think that, uh, I don't think all these kids need to go to college that want, I don't think they all want to go to college. I think they could be able to. I, I would argue most of them don't. Yeah. They, I think they should have a place like this that they can come out to. Absolutely. The NFL needs a developmental league. Well, the people that ought to be the lines, the only people I could see that would have a problem with it is the Canadian football league. They're more like where you go after the NFL, after you're washed out. Calgary stampede. They, they used to be, they used to be the, the, the Petri dish, but they're not anymore. You don't hear about it much anymore. No. Did the COVID did that end it a little bit or no much pretty pretty much after Warren Moon and Kurt Warner it was over. Flutie? Yeah. You hear about the CFL when like a Mansell or somebody gets their shit together for half an hour and goes up there. <laughs> That's true. You, you see it a lot on the not about. top ten. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of not top ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. People bouncing off a wall yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm interested to see how this goes because there's such a demand for football and seemingly every league fails. And I wonder if the NFL has some sort of play in that um, in making other leagues fail because like arena football league was awesome for like two seasons. Uh, Growing up in Peoria, we had a, we had a team and they won and it was awesome. And and yet then they, they fold. Maybe it's because they don't have the financial backing. But if I remember correctly with the XFL, they threw like a billion dollars at it. And it was a huge play for Vince McMahon to kind of right a lot of the wrongs from the, the previous uh, iteration of it. But I, I don't understand what's going on with the USFL and the XFL. Why are they both trying to jam into this space? Uh, why don't they combine combine financials so that we have something that actually is long term? See, I think the USFL is just going to fold again because they're not going to be able to pay the players after two weeks like last time, and then the XFL is going to come along and 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 do it right. I don't know. I don't know why they can't combine forces. 
that might be what the XFL is planning on. Well, I totally agree with you there. I, I mean, the the NFL needs to get involved in that and say, hey, let's make one that lasts, and it will be the, the Petri dish for the league because there is something there. Yeah. There is a, a market, but they, they, they can't seem to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. They've been importing so, the college game for years now, more so than they ever have before. Now, I mean, you've got, like, the Cardinals, they fire their coach, they bring in Cliff Kingsbury, they go and get, you know, all these air raid players and try to replicate it on the field. I don't know, Kingsbury hasn't really been crushing it down there with that. He's almost a punchline. Oh, you didn't see point. the latest. You, you didn't see the latest. Give it to me, coach. Oh, no, what happened now? It was it was all over the news yesterday down here. Kyler and Cliff are back together. Oh. They're back in. Everybody's harmony. Oh, are again. they following each other on Instagram? It's okay. back on. Is that real? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're back. It's, they're, they're like a power couple again. Oh, man. We'll see. Like, like any Benifer. Head, any headlines on <laughs> Watson or anything? Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard a peep about Sean Watson. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't been paying attention to sports at all. I really, I accept. That's, uh, hey, real quick, well, before we wrap up, I got one thing. Yep. Hey, I just wanted to say I got my uh, Patriot Sports Cup in. And, uh, oh, nice. I was having coffee in it this morning. I don't know where they make these things, but let me tell you. The coffee tastes better out of one of these things. I, I, That's free. I don't know where they're coffee. selling them or what yep. they're giving them away for, but it's a bargain at twice the price. <laughs> That's that extra shot. www.patriotsportsnow.com. We got coffee mugs. I'm pretty sure there's somebody like in Pittsburgh that are out of some mill that's making these. Amazing. Steel mill. It's amazing. Yeah. Get you one. You have two, three of those, and you can literally exactly. run through a brick wall. Exactly. been listening to patriot sports radio if you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media like we are this show is for you we hope you enjoyed it make sure to like rate and review and we'll be back soon for more content and merch hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.